Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate, and we like to argue about all the things in life that we love and that we just hate. And most of the time, everyone agrees with me. Mm, I don't think that's going to happen on this episode because we have a special guest with us, my sister, Maggie. Hello. And Maggie and I actually, um, obviously, we're sisters. So, you know, she's known me my whole life. That's right. And uh, she (laughs) and we actually do a podcast together. So, Maggie, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about that and just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, okay. Um, I'm Maggie. Um, We do a podcast. It's called Gruntled, where we explore the unexpected and overlooked. Sometimes it's history. Sometimes it's science. Sometimes it's whatever I feel like talking about or Annie feels like talking about. So you can check us out. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and you can find us on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. Yeah. And so we, Emily and I thought, since Maggie is very knowledgeable in like history and all sorts of nerd stuff, we're both nerds. Thank you, Maggie. Yep. For being a nerd. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> we, we need more of us. Um, anyway, so we thought it would be really fun to bring Maggie on and talk about something that I, I definitely enjoy. I think Emily kind of enjoys, but Maggie is definitely a huge fan and that's comic books and superheroes. I mean, I wouldn't say I enjoy, I don't know if I've ever read a comic book, so. <laughs> really? Oh, man. I don't think I have. <laughs> I've read the well, but you comics like... in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that quite counts. Well, shoot. <laughs> but you've watched like all the Marvel movies, right? Yeah, but I've never read comic books. Okay. okay. To be fair, I've only read a handful, but. Mm, yeah, but that's why we have Maggie here, because Maggie has read a lot. <laughs> it's funny, because I don't feel like, I feel like I'm a very much tip of the iceberg, because there's some people who are very intense with their comic books, but uh, it's a very varying degrees of enthusiasm. Yeah, that's a fair point. There's, I feel like there's certain, yeah, there's people who have like been there from the beginning who are like probably a little bit older now that are, yeah, like they have all of their collections and yeah. like just these like mass libraries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true of everything. Ever, there's, you know, there's got to be one just mega nerd for like every <laughs> nerd subject out there. True. But Maggie, you um, you prepared a little game for us for this beginning. So why don't I'll kind of turn it over to you and you can just kind of like let us like quiz us or whatever you have prepared. Okay. Well, I was going to start with, uh, is this a Marvel or a DC character? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So I, I tried to do it gradually harder. So we'll start with an easy one. Thor. Marvel. Thor? Marvel. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said the number four. And I'm like, four? <laughs> four. <laughs> I'm like, the Fantastic Four? Yeah. No. That's wrong. Okay. It's actually mythology. But the, no, no. You guys are right. You guys okay. are right. Oh, okay. You guys are right. <laughs> All right. Dane. How about Martian Manhunter? I've DC. never heard of that. Yeah, so I would say DC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Martian Manhunter is super cool. He's from Mars. And he has pretty much the powers of Superman. He can fly, super strength, but he can also shapeshift, and he <gasps> can phase through objects, so he can change his density. He is also telepathic, but his big okay. his thing he's afraid of How it- is fire, so he gets out of the fight really easily. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, like, 
well, if he has all these awesome additional powers, like, why isn't he bigger than, su- than Superman? Superman? But then if he's... Yeah. Yeah. There's a really cool mm. part where Batman is talking to the Martian Manhunter and he says, I spent billions of dollars on this little piece of kryptonite in case Superman ever goes evil. For you, I spent five cents on a matchbox. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Batman's amazing. Yeah. All right, how about Daredevil? Marvel. All right, Annie can't answer. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'll let Emily go first. Yeah, all right. And- Although this one, I don't know, Anne. You might not get this one. Booster Gold. Uh, Marvel. I don't know. I'll say DC just to be different, (laughs) but I don't know. (laughs) Oh, he's a DC character. He's from the future, (laughs) and he travels back in time because he's not a big superhero in the future. There's lots of superheroes. So he travels back in time and tries to be a bigger name for himself. (laughs) All right, and then the last one is Black Cat. Uh, I mean, there's Catwoman. But then there's the Black Panther. (laughs) Is there other cat people in that one? There's lots of cat people, I was only paying attention to Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to guess... Marvel. I mean, DC. Marvel. I'm going to guess Marvel. I I bet it's Marvel, though. Uh, Yeah, it is Marvel. She's... Yes. She often appears in Spider-Man. She's kind of one of Spider-Man's buddies. I was going to say, oh. see, my thought, because Catwoman I know is DC, so I'm like, okay, well, the equivalent would, so oh, that's why I thought yeah. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But logic. That's good logic. So smart. All right, and then I have one more game for you guys. Okay. It's, is this a real villain's name or not? Ooh. So did I just make this Ooh. up or is it real? All right, so the first one is Paste Pot Pete. Paste pot Pete? <laughs> yep. I feel like it's fake. I think fake, too. Nope. That's a real Spider-Man <sighs> villain. What? He would smear glue everywhere. <laughs> that sounds like a Jim Carrey movie hey, or something. Kinda... Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man has some weird villains. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm thinking of like his web that might actually be kind of useful against Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, and then the next one is the Condiment King. I feel like I feel like that's real. That's fake as well. <laughs> he is also real. He is a Batman villain, what? and he has oh uh, kind of gun-like things that shoot ketchup, mustard, and mayo and relish. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, is that is he only a villain? Does he only appear in the '60s Adam West Batman, <laughs> or is he like in the actual comic book? He's in the comic books. He does his first oh appearance gosh. was in the um, animated series Batman: Brave and the Bold, but yeah, <laughs> he fits huh. right in. <laughs> hmm. All right, and then we have the last one is Lady Stiltman. Well, if it's the last one, I think it's fake then. <laughs> I want to say fake, too, but some part of me thinks Maggie tricked us and made them all real, so I'll go real. Good job, Anne. They are all real. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Spider-Man villain. Spider-Man and Batman have kind of the best rogues galleries, the best villains, but there was the stilt man, and then I guess he got a girlfriend, so (laughs) poor (laughs) Spider-Man. But yeah, her thing is she just has this kind of metal suit that gets really tall. (laughs) Hmm. 
And that's how she. That's kind of lame. Yeah, that's how she takes out buildings and terrorizes New York. So interesting. I yeah, that's the thing about comic books. Like when you get deep, there's some weird stuff. There's very weird stuff out there. <laughs> okay, so I would like to know what. When did you like start reading comic books, or when did you get into comics? Uh, well, I started with the Archie series. Actually, oh, okay. our mom had a box of Archie. And I had it next to my bed. And when Annie was sleeping like a good normal person, I would be reading. (laughs) And so that kind of got me into... Because comic books, when you read it, it, you have to kind of change how your brain works in some ways. Because you have to read not just the words, but also the pictures. Mm -hmm. And so that really kind of taught me how how the format works and how you follow the pictures and the words and put them together. So I went through that whole book of Archie, and then our brother had a pretty big comic book collection that I would borrow from and then start getting my own. So yeah, that was probably elementary, middle school. And then in high school, I started getting into more of the hardcore DC Marvel stuff. Okay, so do you prefer DC or Marvel? That's tricky, because I'm kind of a both person. (laughs) And I hope that's okay. Oh, I don't know. Lame. It's not. Nope. Lame. Because <laughs> for me, the thing is, the superhero stories that we tell today are our modern mythology. And so for me, DC is the story of the gods and Marvel is the heroes, if that makes sense. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, DC is, is the very overpowered... Uh, very noble, righteous, you know, truth, justice, the American way characters. And then, but Marvel's the human characters that struggle, mm. that Spider-Man mm. never has enough money and he has to choose between, oh, do I save Aunt May or do I save the world? Mm. And so I feel, yeah, that's, a, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good perspective <laughs> I never thought about. Yeah. And so I feel like both have kind of their pros and cons to that. And they both satisfy me so i like them both (laughs) but if i I had to pick a world to live in i feel like dc they deal with a lot of big galactic universal issues that would be a bit bit overwhelming so i think i'd be on the streets in marvel (laughs) okay but also if they're big galactic problems wouldn't they not really bother you in the dc universe (laughs) well if i was the superhero i'm assuming i'm a superhero Uh, when i'm in these universes okay Okay, i was in the like you're just an average joe oh yeah yeah, that makes more sense oh yeah if i'm just an average person definitely in dc people are mean in marvel universe i mean they're constantly you know bashing the mutants and like oh get out of here mutants we don't like you (laughs) But in D.C., I mean, they're building museums to the superheroes. So, yeah, if I was a regular person, I'd be in D.C. Okay, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. So what do you, like, really, like, because you started, obviously, with comic books first, and then there's also, like, the movies. Like, kind of give me your overall feel. Like, do you like the movies? Are the comic books better? Like, what's your opinion there? I don't know. It's hard because it's two very different uh, mediums that we're using. Because in some ways, a comic book is a very unique experience. Um, The way that the writer and the artist have to come together can make for a very different type of storytelling. And there's certain things you can do in a comic book that you can't do anywhere else. 
So it's kind of hard to compare them, but I am very grateful for the cinematic universe because it definitely has elevated the popularity of comics and has made it very mainstream. That's what I was going to say. I feel like the the Marvel universe and the cinematic universe in general, like DC as well, bridged the nerds and like mainstream millennials. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah, because someone like Emily (laughs) has been watching the movies and knows some of these characters we're talking about. That's pretty, even 10 years ago, that's kind of crazy to think. Yeah. Yeah. Because even, I mean, before uh, 2008, if you would ask someone on the street who's Iron Man, you know, what's Iron Man's alter ego, I don't think you could find anybody that could tell you Tony Stark. Oh, 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 sorry. I, I knew that, I wanted to see it. He's my favorite. <laughs> I know, yeah. Oh, and now right. every Yeah, I mean, it's after those movies have come out, so now everybody knows about him, and he's a huge hit. Where Iron Man was really a B character on the list of Marvel heroes. Really? Which is so who's, weird to oh, think. interesting. The first. Yeah. Who's the most, like, well-known Marvel character in your eyes? Uh, Spider-Man, for sure. Oh, but the, I always thought but, um, like Spider Man was DC until I saw the Avenger uh, movies. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> is my yeah. millennial well, showing? Is tricky in the <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> well, Spider Man is tricky because in the cinematic universe, he belonged to Sony for mm-hmm. a long time, but then eventually Marvel was like, "We want rights to him," and then there's a big bat. So that's what makes him confusing. I could understand yeah. if you're not familiar with the character why you might think that Emily, because yeah, his his overall battle rights is kind of interesting, and it took Marvel a long time to get yeah, his rights. Yeah, there's so many different like movies featuring different actors playing Spider Man. Mm-hmm. The only Spider Man that I ever knew is Tom Holland. I don't think I've seen any <gasps> oh, of the other Spider-Man. You're missing Man. out. Well, Tom Holland might be the best one. I'm going to say it. He is the I'm best, it, but yeah. I like Tobey Maguire. The well, second the first one two. is really good. Yeah, the first two are good. <laughs> the third one, ooh. Yeah, the third one, mm, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't talk about that. Is the third one Andrew Garfield? Oh, yeah. He's okay. Oh. Good job, Emily. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for knowing that. Claps. Yeah, he's like one that I knew of. That's how it... That's the first Spider-Man that I knew of, and then I just never watched it because I was like, ew, (laughs) superheroes, disgusting. Emily, I am kind of curious, how did you, like, was it Alex, your husband, or like, how did you end up watching the Marvel movies? Like, how did you get into the Marvel movies? Yeah, it was Alex. I don't remember, like, how he got me to watch it. It must have been, like, a deal where, okay, I'm going to watch your movie if you watch this one. Mm. And I watched, I think the first Marvel movie I watched was one of the Avenger movies. And then I watched Iron Man. And then we literally watched like almost all of them, like one after the other. So now I can't tell the difference between (laughs) any of the movies. (laughs) Just one big blur storyline. But I have never seen Doctor Strange still. Oh, but that has... Oh, you would like it as Benedict Cumberbatch. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah, but isn't there like weird people with no hair? Oh in my them? gosh! Wow, <laughs> wow, it's a little judgy. No, it's definitely judgy. <laughs> That's what this podcast is all about—just <laughs> judging. It's people. actually true. I mean, the whole point is, yeah, because we're nerds and millennials. So yeah, it's true. Um, but I want to know. Okay, so what is it like? Maybe we can all answer this question. Like, what is it about comic books and superheroes that 
and making it you can start like what do you love like why do you love it well for me stories are very important they're kind of how i understand myself and other people around me because the world to me is very daunting and crazy but when i can identify a story and be and apply that to my own life that's really important and how i can process the world and so I enjoy that there's the fantasy and science fiction element to the comic books. And yeah, Superman is taking on some alien invasion. But at the same time, there's these characteristics and parts of the story that I can personally identify with and that I can carry into my own life. Of I can put on my Batman socks and be, oh, okay, I'm going to be brave and smart like Batman today. So that's mm. why I like them. Wow, that was really good. That was really good. That's a good reason to like something that it helps inspire yeah. you to be better and like, yeah, be brave. And I just like them because I mean, I definitely I can resonate with that. But I know for me, I think there's just this. Yeah, this idea that like these characters can be so bold and courageous mm. and they want to save the world like that is and just like the idea of having like something a little that makes them like unique and special like I like that idea um and I think they're honestly they're just really good fun they're like such a classic story that's just really fun um and yeah it's just like it's just a fun story what about you Emily you know I haven't really thought about it that much but I think I like Marvel at least because they are action-packed but they also are funny so normally I don't really like action like fighting movies just because Mm -hmm. I don't really relate to it that much but when the characters also have that humanistic element and they're going through things as well and then there's also some funny comedic elements into it that's what I really like about it how it has all of that combined into Mm -hmm. one yeah and that's definitely Marvel. <laughs> but I do have to say, Joker, is that like, is that a DC movie or is that just a movie about the Joker, but it's not an actual DC thing? Yeah, it's not part of the DC cinematic universe, but Joker's a DC character. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of a unique thing that stands sort of on its own, but still has the foundations of dc storylines that's what confuses me is like there's Mm -hmm. characters that are dc but then they're like not dc so dc is just so confusing (laughs) they need to get it together yeah well well dc love that movie yeah the history of dc is they started out as multiple comic companies that just sort of slowly came under one umbrella and so yeah, they have all the and they try to make sense of it. So they're like, oh, it's all part of the same universe. But then stuff doesn't line up like, well, in this story, Batman's married and has kids. But in this one, he doesn't. Mm. So how does that work? Yeah. And so they're constantly trying to fix that with the reboots and, oh, it's a multiverse thing. And it gets very complicated very quickly. Yeah. And I definitely because Marvel did that, too, didn't they? Didn't they do like some revamp where they like completely redid everything? And there's like different there's like the Silver Age or something. Or am I getting them mixed up? Is that DC? Oh, well, there's definitely um, with comic books. There's the Golden Age, which was from the 30s and well, late 30s to the 50s. And then there's the Silver Age where they take, let's take those beloved characters and redo their stories because people aren't reading them because they're overwhelmed by how 
complicated the stories are, so we'll just reset. And then there's the Bronze Age. But Marvel has done multiple, like there's Ultimate Universe, Mm. so you can get Ultimate Spider-Man, where it's completely different storyline, but it's still Spider-Man. Because the problem with comic books is they... The big name is what sells. People want to buy a Batman comic. They want to buy the Spider-Man comic. But the stories get so, con- you know, it's so much. Mm. It's impossible to keep track of it all. So they're constantly trying to get new readers. So they're like, oh, there's going to be Scarlet Witch uses her magic and resets the universe. That You know, that kind of stuff's always happening. Okay. And then they're like, oh, but people don't like this new stuff, so let's go back to the old stuff that people want. And yeah, it gets very messy. And I do think that's one thing that's unique to comic book characters. I mean, I guess Sherlock Holmes maybe could fall under this category as well a little bit. But like, there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of other genres that have these characters that can live so many multiple lives like even if you think of like batman alone and and spider-man too certainly but like you know they've got the animated shows they've got the live actions they've got movies they've got multiple different and like there's dark batman there's literally crazy happy batman and like the adam west movies and stuff Mm -hmm. and show and like there's just so much variety of the character like i feel like that really only happens with comic book superheroes yeah, uh, what about Scooby Doo? Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a decent example. Does he ever get like dark though? Is there a dark Scooby Doo? <laughs> I don't know. I when you idea. brought that up, I was like, "Well, that doesn't apply, I don't think." But <laughs> your other points, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, it that's works. fair. Scooby, that's a good example, Emily. Yeah, Scooby Doo. I could, yeah, because there's the live actions and there's like different. Uh, there's a whole bunch of variety with the character i can see that yeah thank you they made him a puppy now there's like oh, the yeah. puppy one where it's like their origin mm-hmm. that's fair yeah oh, is that what we need the dark scooby-doo where they're all grown <laughs> up and and it's 2020 <laughs> and the pandemic. yeah yeah <laughs> that would be fun i would pay to see that movie but yeah it's interesting with comic books of you have to keep on to these hold on to these characters so you can't kill them off because if you kill off Batman people are like well we're done we're not gonna buy <laughs> yeah. these so they keep having to kill them off but then they gotta bring them back because the people want their they want their heroes yeah. their, that they grew up with that they identify with and even new heroes is pretty hard to do I mean maybe Wolverine in the 80s was a breakout character and Deadpool and Harley Quinn were both from the 90s. Oh, really? But I didn't realize they were that new. Yeah, Harley Quinn actually started with the animated Batman series and then kind of exploded as a very hit hit character and became part of the comic books. But she's one of the few who's been able to do that. Huh. I mean, they try it with others to introduce, oh, here's this new Jubilee character. And people are like, eh, we don't care. We want, <laughs> we want the beloved familiar names huh interesting <laughs> yeah i didn't really yeah it's a hard that. industry to get into yeah mm-hmm. i definitely find the history of like superheroes and like comic books just kind of interesting because yeah if you think about those sort of things it's you've got these iconic characters like batman superman spider-man for sure like that have such variety of levels <laughs> in terms of dynamic mm-hmm. of the character and yeah you also 
can't really break into the industry with anyone new. I mean, it's interesting because just to be a little more nerdy, we're going to go a little deep. Um, I think of like My Hero Academia, (laughs) like the anime, like it's very superhero themed. Like the whole idea is that all of these characters have these powers and like something Mm -hmm. like that is massively popular. And it's all this idea of these like, you know, every person has kind of their own unique power and they're very unique and different. So the whole idea of, yeah, like a character having a superpower is extremely popular, especially like today. But Maggie, I really want to know who you have to pick just one. I know you're going to I know what you're going to say, <laughs> but you have to pick one. Who is your favorite superhero? Mm, OK, <laughs> well, I'll go with my first because our grandpa had taped the movie and we would watch it every time we went to visit. Um, but Batman, yeah. <laughs> Batman, one thing I like is that he doesn't have the superpowers, even though he's part of the gods, like I was saying before, but he uses his intelligence and his experience and insight, and he's always five steps ahead of everybody. So I just have this very big comforting, oh, Batman's here. Everything's going to be okay. He's got this. I mean, even when he is down and bloody on the floor, I'm like, it's fine. (laughs) He's he's five steps ahead. He expected this. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. He He knows exactly what's happening. I don't care how big the you know, universe is going to explode and all of reality is at stakes, but Batman's here, so who cares? It's going to be fine. And I really like that comforting feeling. I, I don't think I've ever seen a Batman movie. I might have seen The Dark Knight, but I think I actually only watched the scene with the Joker just to compare their laughs with Joaquin Phoenix's performance and... Uh, what the heck is his name? <laughs> what is that guy's Heath name? Ledger. Oh, yeah, Heath Ledger's performance. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a Batman. I was running through all the guys who played Joker. I couldn't come up with <laughs> I wasn't there yet. <laughs> How have you... You haven't seen oh, the Christopher Nolan Batman? I don't think so. Emily. They're good. You would like the them. The only They're thing good. I know about Batman is that he talks like this or something. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. You have so much to learn. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Annie, you need to sit her down and watch the Adam she West 1966, so the Batman movie. <laughs> it would be really funny, though. Okay, Emily, we're going to find a night where we're going to have some drinks and we'll have a good time Wait. and then we can watch it. Is with- Catwoman in a Batman movie? She's in that movie. She, she's, yeah, she's in that one. Okay. Yeah. I might she have shows seen- up a lot. Wait, is Halle Berry She's in also that in one? The, the Dark Knight Rises. Is Halle Berry oh. Catwoman? Oh, Halle, Halle Berry has her own Catwoman movie that Batman doesn't oh. show up in. I feel like I've but seen yeah. that. And it's not very oh, good. Oh, of course. So She's seen it. the one that's not very good. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't like DC. <laughs> You've only seen the bad, a bad yeah. taste in my mouth. I know. DC's tricky because there's really terrible bad dc stuff out there but then there's really amazing good stuff so you gotta yeah. find the good stuff okay and ignore so the for bad. for anyone who is a millennial who does not know anything about dc what are like your top movies that you recommend Ooh, top recommend well the dark knight trilogy is pretty good but if you really want to know batman i'd recommend watching batman the animated series and batman brave and the bold because okay. to me 
a lot of people have their separate Batman. There's the dark street Batman, and then there's the campy Adam West Batman, and then there's like the god Batman who can do no wrong and fights aliens and monsters all the time. But to me, they're all the same person, <laughs> and it's just different parts of his life. Oh man, what a trippy life. <laughs> Because he, he starts out dark and really goes into bad mental places. And he's like, oh, man, that was bad. I got to get a kid next to me to uh-huh. help me stay grounded in reality. And then the scarecrow starts using drugs on him and Joker. And so then things get really mm-hmm. trippy and crazy. And oh, that's boy. the 60s Batman. <laughs> and then after that, he kind of sobers up. And he's like, oh, man. <laughs> so it's all part of the same guy. It's all the different sides of the same coin. <laughs> well, I'll have to give those a try and see what I think. <laughs> I think you would really like the Dark Knight series because you liked Joker, right? Yes. Yeah, then you'll okay. like the Dark Knight series. Yeah, I think so. Cuz they're very serious. They've got like a they they um they're done by the Christopher Nolan did them, who's just a phenomenal director in general and movie maker. Uh and they're just got this much more serious tone. And actually, Maggie, that's something I wanted to ask you. Like, was that kind of the first time Batman was taken to like that kind of darker, serious tone, or had that happened before? Um, it had happened in the comic books, but that was kind of the first uh big popular culture media you know because it's a movie so a lot more people saw it so yeah it was kind of the first for cinematic batman yeah yeah. okay yeah no i think you would definitely like them for sure emily i mean there's a lot i like i think a lot of the millennials listening have probably seen it and all would probably tell you that they love them (laughs) it's one of those things that can bridge nerds and millennials okay so we know that your favorite superhero is batman but hard question you can only pick one batman who's (gasps) who is it just, just one of the many versions. Is it the animated? Is it oh. the Christopher Nolan? Just one of them. Who is it? Oh, dang. <laughs> I don't like Gotta this. Gotta put you on the spot. <laughs> well, whenever I think of, whenever Batman talks to me in my head or I read a Batman comic, the voice I hear is definitely Kevin Conroy. Who is the animated, the Batman series. He also was in Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, he's the voice I hear, so he's probably my favorite. And he has the best Batman versus Bruce Wayne voice, because he doesn't ah. do the deep growl, oh, I'm Batman. But he, he <laughs> there's definitely a change, because he's like, hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm down here being Batman. But it's, be- it's so much better than that. I can't do it, but. Okay. Well, so listeners, you'll, Kevin just, Conroy. <laughs> you'll just have to go listen to Kevin Conroy's Batman and decide oh. if you think he's the best. I, I don't know what I would say, but I haven't yeah. watched enough of Kevin Conroy to say. Me either. <laughs> yeah, well, Emily knows nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say Grant Morrison is my favorite Batman writer. So he's my favorite person who gives Batman a voice. Grant oh, Morrison, okay. So. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good clarification. <laughs> Well, listeners, are you a big comic book fan? Have you just seen the Marvel movies? I feel like that's a millennial thing. You've just seen the Marvel movies. Um, (laughs) And the nerds are much more like, oh, well, you're not a true fan unless you've read the comic books. Oh, Suicide Squad. I just remembered Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. That's DC. That's pretty millennial. Yeah. That's a pretty bad movie. I didn't like it. Yeah, I was just going to (laughs) say. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. I liked the soundtrack, but I didn't like the That's movie. The thing. It was one of those things that literally had every single ingredient. It was ready to come out as a perfect pie, and it just completely crumbled apart. I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, what happened? How what did you mess up Suicide Squad? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know, but they did. Like, they had wonderful music. I thought the graphics and, like, the overall, like, design and look of it looked amazing, and the characters, they mm-hmm. had phenomenal actors. Like, they had everything, and it just yeah. didn't, I don't know. It was so bad. <laughs> it just turned out bad. It's just one of those things. But yeah. But Maggie, thank you so much for coming on and joining us and giving us your perspective on comic books. It was kind of one of those things that I feel like is a big nerd thing that we hadn't quite covered yet and we definitely needed it to talk about. So thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. No problem. I'm okay being called the big nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's why I look up to you. (laughs) So Maggie, we always end our episodes with life lessons so what would be your life lesson from this episode oh i think my life lesson might be don't knock it till you try it i mean there's some good there's some bad out there so make sure you get a wide sample before you make a decision (laughs) that yeah that's a good one true emily what about you yeah i think mine is kind of along the same lines if you're gonna watch like superhero movies you've got to at least try some from marvel and some from dc so you can see what you really like before you judge one yeah because i've definitely judged dc (laughs) and yeah for me i think my life lesson would be give the books a try like i think there's a lot and i'm certainly guilty of this like you watch the movies and you get really excited and you love these characters um but there's so much i think there's there's a lot of depth that you get in the comic books and like Maggie was saying it's a different medium it's it's a whole way to a whole new way to experience the characters and the story is to read it in a comic book so I would say just even if you just you know go to the library and check one out or read one of the graphic novels like try that medium because I think you'll be surprised by what kind of experience you'll get and you'll really enjoy it yeah So thanks again, Maggie, for joining us. And again, if you want to listen to more of Maggie and I, you can listen to our uh, podcast, Gruntled, where we go over all sorts of fun, interesting facts. And yeah, thank you so much again, Maggie, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Oh, thanks. It was fun. (laughs) Glad to be here. (laughs) 